On this Veterans Day of 2020, I'd like to give a shout out to Erica Lanner Stewart. She's an Illinois Army National Guard veteran who arranged for me to speak to her company's Veterans Focus Group back on September 11th. She then followed up with an invitation to speak to her company today. Erica, like all of the soldiers and airmen who served under my command, holds a special place in my heart. Those veterans, every one of whom volunteered to serve our great nation in a time of war, asked for a little more than the opportunity to serve. We owe each of them a debt of gratitude. We owe a further debt of gratitude to the families who supported them in their choice to serve. I know Erica's mom, like every veteran's mom, had sleepless nights worrying about where her daughter's next military assignment might take her. So not only to veterans, but also to their families, I extend my gratitude for your selfless sacrifice for all of us. I have a confession to make. I've been giving speeches on Veterans Day for probably 20 years now. Over those years of speaking at American Legion halls, municipal buildings, and county courthouses, I've developed themes that I generally talk about. Today, though, you won't get the more or less standard Veterans Day speech. Let me make a second confession, one I've only spoken about privately, never in public. I'm very uncomfortable when someone, finding out that I'm a veteran, thanks me. Especially when a stranger thanks me. It's like a stranger walking up to me and thanking me for being a member of my family. Or thanking me for paying my taxes. Or thanking me for voting. Or thanking me for breathing. I usually mumble something like, it was my honor. Then try to slip away so they don't see my embarrassment. Truth of the matter is, I don't need any thanks. I loved it. For many years, I told my wife, as soon as I get to 20 years, I'm retiring. 20 years, of course, is the magic number for a military pension and health insurance for life. Now, don't get me wrong, I didn't serve just for the pension and the health insurance, although there are certainly great perks. I think I told her that out of guilt. Guilt for the birthdays, anniversaries, Soccer games and skin knees that I missed while serving, often thousands of miles away. She used to say, nothing bad ever happens until you're away on National Guard duty. She was pretty close to right about that. So one day, when I had about 18 years in, wearing the silver oak leaf of a lieutenant colonel, which was at least one rank higher than I ever thought I'd get, I started with the old refrain. Hey, I've only got two more years to get my 20 and I'll be done. She looked me up and down and said, when are you going to quit lying to yourself? You won't retire until they throw you out and not one day sooner. Now, lawyers, which is my civilian occupation, are seldom speechless. I was speechless. She was right. While strangers may thank me for my service, it's really my family that deserves the thanks. So the next time you go to thank a veteran, if their spouse or kids or parents are there, thank them for their sacrifice. They deserve it just as much as the veteran. You know, not many veterans or their families are getting thanks in person this year. No, those thanks are coming over Zoom or Google Meets or 
whichever virtual meeting space you're using. As every one of us has heard countless times, this is a year like no other. It was an Easter like no other. It was a Memorial Day like no other. It was a Fourth of July like no other. This Veterans Day is like no other. We've just come through an election like no other. The media, academicians, and pundits of every stripe talk about how we've become a tribal society. We group together while we disparage, dislike, or just ignore anyone not in our group. Sometimes the group is based on race. Sometimes it's based on religion. Sometimes it's based on political party. Sometimes it's based on economic status. One of the great things about the military is that we set aside many of those tribalisms. Oh, the infantry disparages the artillery. The army disparages the navy. And every service disparages the Air Force. But when it gets down to the crux of the matter, we all rely on one another. We're all part of a team. A team that has sworn to defend the United States of America against all enemies. That oath binds us, whether black, white, brown, Christian, Jew, Muslim, atheist, Californian, or even Texans. The military isn't perfect, but we set aside our differences to work toward a common goal. We recognize our diversity while standing together as a team. As a veteran, as an old veteran, as a veteran who ordered your sons and daughters, your mothers and fathers, your friends into combat, as a veteran who's buried too many of my brother and sister veterans, I'm going to ask you a favor. Every one of you wants to honor veterans. Every one of you would never intentionally dishonor a veteran. Most days, you can't recognize a veteran unless they have on an American Legion cap or a VFW cap or an Army t-shirt. Neither I nor any veteran serve to defend only white Americans or only Christian Americans or only Democrat Americans or only natural-born Americans. We took an oath to defend the Constitution and all of our great nation. So the favor I'm asking of each and every one of you is to treat everyone you meet as if they're a veteran. If you do that, you'll never accidentally fail to honor a veteran. Because veterans, just like all Americans, are an incredibly diverse bunch. If we each do that, it will go a long way toward healing the divisions that plague our country. As for thanking me for my service, you can thank me by remembering the words of the Declaration of Independence, uh, with just two extra words added. All men and women are created equally. As we honor veterans and all Americans this week, I'd like to close with the words of Isaiah, chapter 2, verse 4. God will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Thank you.